0: and my creepets. hey guys welcome back we just got back from this crazy crazy adventure
1: i mean i feel like it was mild
0: um okay you speak for yourself
1: <laughs> okay good
0: <laughs> it was pretty intense
1: it wasn't that bad
0: <laughs> it was more intense after like getting back from it and then watching a tv show about the same place
1: that that did make it feel weird it was weird to be like, we
0: were there. We were there. Look how spooky this is. <laughs> and we did it. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Earlier, I guess. The beginning of June. The, was it the beginning of June? Yeah. No, I was like last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was June 6th. <laughs> um, But we just got back from Fort Stanton, New Mexico. Yes.
1: Uh, it's about 30 minutes outside of Rio Dosa. Yeah. Riedoso?
0: Riedoso.
1: Around here it's Riedosa.
0: (laughs) Riedosa. That's kind of a small town, so for a little bit bigger reference, it's about an hour away from Roswell. Mm -hmm. The fort was founded in 1855 during the Apache Wars. Uh, It was an outpost that housed the soldiers of the 1st Dragoon and the 3rd and 8th Infantry Regiments. The fort was seized by Confederates in 1861. There wasn't a lot of action in Texas and New Mexico during the Civil War. as so far away from the Union. Mm-hmm. However, there were a few rebel soldiers killed by the Native Americans. At, not that that had anything to do with the Civil War, just a happenstance while the Confederates controlled it. Mm-hmm. And they later abandoned the fort. It was too remote for the conflict at the time.
1: That makes sense.
0: In 1899, the fort was closed from the army and repurposed into a, uh, get this, tuberculosis hospital.
1: We did not realize that whenever we
0: <laughs> chose Until the last we got subject. Yeah. yeah.
1: So whenever we got there, we heard that it was a TB hospital for a time and we were like, dang, we just did Waverly Hills.
0: <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh my God, this is crazy.
1: <laughs> that was Tanner's reaction anyway.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It was real creepy, just, like, before we even got into the hospital part.
1: Well, it was, so it felt like it was just frozen in time. Yeah. Because everything looked pretty good.
0: And then we were just in the courtyard kind of killing time, because they sold us to be there at least 30 minutes before your actual tour started.
1: And the courtyard was really pretty. It was pretty,
0: but there were all these crows, and they were just like, (laughs) (laughs) and I was like... (laughs) Ugh. And then they were playing the Paranormal Society that was running the tours was like playing 1930s kind of 20s jazz.
1: But, you know, and it sounds like it's underwater. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was like it was the like Mood was set.
0: It was like playing Bioshock in the desert in New Mexico. <laughs> that was the vibe.
1: <laughs> it worked. It was perfect. <laughs>
0: After that 1899, it served as a tuberculosis hospital. As we talked about in the last episode, they liked cool, dry climates. It gets pretty hot there, but it is relatively close to the mountains. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's in the mountains. You kind of have to come down off the mountain to get to it, but it is dry for sure. Mm-hmm. And they believe that dry air was really good for the tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. And between the 1899 and 1953... Um, it's housed over 5,000 sailors and there's a maritime cemetery that overlooks the fort itself where those sailors were buried because most people don't make it out of a tuberculosis hospital.
1: And that was more than 1,500 people.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's just the sailors. Mm -hmm. I believe there was, there's over 80 structures on the fort currently. Mm -hmm. We only got to tour the hospital. And then there was the main museum building with the gift shop that we got to go in, but I don't know what that yeah, building was originally purposed as. Yeah,
1: I don't remember what that building was, but I do know that they keep the buildings open. So you can go look during the day. Mm-hmm. Um I think it was like 9 to 4 or something. Yeah, like the that. the
0: museum was closed mm-hmm. when we were there. Mm-hmm. And you could only go through the hospital, but most of the hospital's closed to the public. Like, you can go in, I think, the first, like, basically the entryway, and then there's some, like, classrooms in that first hall that you can go in during the day. But those double doors that we went in past the elevator, that's locked to the public normally.
1: Gotcha. Okay, I didn't
0: realize that. So it served as uh, the tuberculosis hospital up until the 1940s. It was then converted into an internment camp for... German and Japanese soldiers.
1: Prisoners of war, Prisoners right? of
0: war, yeah. The the Germans, they actually built a lot of stuff there, including gardens and I think a, a pool.
1: Yeah, there was a pool there. They talk about it being a big pool, and I think that somebody also died there, right? Somebody drowned?
0: It wouldn't surprise me. So we were in the museum part. You remember we saw the little lock with the note? Oh
1: my goodness, yes. I. Uh, so the museum part we were walking through, they had cases of... Just different artifacts that had been found on the ground.
0: Well, like uniforms, saddles and stuff from the army days and mm-hmm. stuff like that.
1: So this is an old padlock and it's all rusted. And I'll post a picture of this whenever the episode is up. But it says, we found this item this summer by the old swimming pool. And I've had nothing but bad luck ever since. Maybe I'm just crazy for thinking that, but I'd rather just send it back and be done with it. Thank you.
0: That's how I felt we had that haunted book Yes, that's And then exactly they wouldn't take it. it. They're like, nah, but we'll teach you how to exercise it yourself. And yes. I was like, nah, thanks, fam. <laughs> I'm going to drop <laughs> it off at the library.
1: Thank you, next. <laughs> <laughs> Thank
0: you, next. <laughs> so, yeah, it served as an internment camp for the Prisoner of Wars until after the war was over. In 1953, it went over to the state of New Mexico and became a state hospital for the developmentally handicapped. And it stayed that way until the late 90s.
1: And then it was a women's prison for three years, right?
0: Shortly, yeah. I th- well.
1: I think, I think they had told us that it was for three years.
0: Yeah, I don't think it lasted very long. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one person said prison. I think someone else said rehab. <laughs> so, <laughs> tomato, tomato. Oh, no. After that, it's now the historical museum and society.
1: And they work really hard with it. There was a groundskeeper and then a maint—I th- I think it was a maintenance guy and a groundskeeper. And this... they lived in separate buildings on the fort. Yes. Um, but he-, he didn't explain why, but he had said that just living conditions, it wasn't safe to live out there anymore. So I don't know if it was just like structural issues from it being so old. But there were actually two different men living on the grounds, mm-hmm. which is... That would be creepy.
0: It's very remote. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a 30-minute drive to Riedosa, mm-hmm. which is probably the nearest town. But it, it's over an hour to, like, the nearest hospital. Mm-hmm. So if something were to go bad...
1: And there would be no light pollution out there either. So it's dark, dark. Yeah. In, in the and valley of these mountains.
0: I already think, like, New Mexico wilderness is freaking <laughs> creepy. In the dark.
1: It's amazing that we even got you to camp in the mountains with us in New Mexico. I never thought about yeah. it, but I probably just ruined that for you.
0: <laughs> New Mexico is kind of a scary place. Yeah. I didn't think about that growing up, but there's a lot of like
1: be weird
0: stuff that happens there.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: It's either the aliens or the radiation from the nuclear testing.
1: That's causing the extra cryptids? Yeah. That's a that's a good point. What if it's the radiation that's causing these cryptids? Wild.
0: That's pretty much the the lowdown of the history of this place. So, I mean, there's definitely a place where lots of people have ceased to be.
1: And violently, tragically.
0: Definitely tragically yeah so we we went we toured the hospital building itself
1: mm-hmm. and Lincoln County Paranormal is the group that helped co-host this, and they were showing evidence that they've gotten themselves over the years because they've the way they talked about it they've been coming for years to this mm-hmm. location and they they come as often as they can, but they did an awesome job
0: yeah they were and they were all super nice, and mm-hmm. it was definitely creepy.
1: I really appreciated and enjoyed how they showed us their findings first. Yeah, and so so they take you into a room and they have a PowerPoint up, and they're just showing you highlights of their evidence that they've gotten, um, and then they tour you through the hospital facility, and they had uh, like battery operated candles at hot spots. Yeah, that they had had activity, and we just got to see it.
0: Now this building was not like what you would think of as like an abandoned building. It was in good shape.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was empty, but it wasn't like in shambles like a few episodes back when we talked about the St. Anthony's Hospital mm-hmm. in Amarillo. Like, yeah. like you had to. You we were watch not in any. We weren't like in that. any physical danger. Mm-hmm. We didn't have to worry about people coming up on us. We didn't have to worry about broken glass or any of that stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was fine. So, some of their findings that they were telling us about and took us through, um, there's one area that has a bell, and they got a recording of that bell being rang, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't have been able to. Like, it wasn't hooked up to electricity or right. anything. But that would have been the f- where the phone was, right?
0: I- at one point, there was one there.
1: So, it made sense to... I, th- I think they also got a picture of it, but there's a chair right there
0: oh yeah it looks like someone was sitting in that chair Yeah,
1: they got a picture and it looked like somebody was sitting in the chair and it makes sense because that's where the phone used to be but it wasn't hooked up to anything the wires were cut and they even showed us like these are the cut wires
0: (laughs) yeah and that was on the the back part of the main hallway on the the ground floor
1: Mm -hmm. and i'll post pictures too that we got throughout the tour as well but then we walked past a stairwell, and the stairs originally, it goes up to the second floor, but it originally also went down into the basement, which was the morgue mm-hmm. as well. It is now cut off there, and it's just is an exit door out to the ground level, and then there is a separate downward stairs case to get into the basement. But mm-hmm. they said it's, there's nothing down there really, it's... I think he said it was flooded and there's mold and all kinds of stuff. Uh, yeah.
0: Apparently they had talked to a, a groundskeeper or a, a maintenance guy or somebody who on his like second night on the job saw this creature coming up from the stairs mm-hmm. and he never came back.
1: He said it was so scary that he couldn't even like describe what this creature looked like. It was just this dark like figure. Like Lovecraft stuff. It reminded me of the thing at our old house. Because I had that nightmare of the dark creature crawling up the stairs towards me.
0: Now, the way she described it, I thought of this character from a book we've both read. You know, I thought of Cassian and Braxis in the library.
1: <laughs> if you've read A Court of Thorns and Roses. Uh-huh.
0: Now, there was another creature that she talked about that did remind me of the old house. Which one? The sh- The shadow creature in oh, the portal room.
1: So that was in room 201. And there's a big group of us. There's probably 20 of us in this group that she's leading. And uh, she stops and she's like, this is where we have the most activity. You can step in there if you want to. So I went ahead and stepped in. Um, but Tanner was recording, uh, just video recording the tour. and Notes
0: so we wouldn't forget what we were talking yeah, about. <laughs>
1: <yeah>. <laughs> and uh, she's like, so this is a room where we have the shadow man. And she's talking about him for a second, and then she mentions that they also feel, feel in the far corner that it's there's a portal. And they've even had mediums in, say, the exact same thing. As
0: soon as she said portal, I'm like, nope, I'm not walking in that room.
1: Well, then you felt something. Do you remember that?
0: No, that was in a different room.
1: Was it? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, everyone was,
0: I was staying in the hallway, and I was just trying to get out of the way. But I felt something brush against my hip as people started heading towards the room. But I don't, you were the one closest to me. I know yeah. it wasn't you. And it
1: wasn't me. And there's absolutely no way that anybody bumped into you because you were on the far side of the door. Uh-huh. But whenever my mom and I went inside and I was looking to the inside corner because there was a desk with a name on it. I was just looking at the name and I went to turn around and right above my elbow, it felt like, uh, like somebody grabbing me real fast over and over.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I don't know how to describe that properly.
0: Yeah, I wasn't going to go in there because she, she had talked about how this shadow man was like overly tall mm-hmm. and would like creep out of the room and look at him. And I was like, no, thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd forgotten that that's what he would do.
0: They've seen him reaching out towards him and stuff. and
1: Yeah. And in that episode of Ghost Hunters, that's what they got footage of.
0: No, they were in a different part. Were they? they were downstairs. Oh, okay. They were standing back next to where this bell would have been. Oh. Shooting okay. towards the front door.
1: Yes. So where the bell was in this episode of Ghost Hunters.
0: Yeah, they didn't go to the shadow okay. room at all in oh, the episode.
1: Right. Well, so she had said that. So Ghost Hunters has an episode on this location. It's um, season she, 2
0: episode 1 on Disney Plus if you want to watch it.
1: Yes. She had said that they did not, they were not even able to put all of their findings into the episode because they had so much.
0: Yeah. I think they've officially named it the Shadow Room. I've mm-hmm. called it the Portal Room but I was not about that one.
1: It definitely felt different.
0: Now the room that, downstairs where they get this shot they are standing in in Now, the shot they get is in the hallway, but they're standing in the room that was where it was basically the ICU within the ICU. Like, that's yeah. where they sent the patients when they were pretty much on their deathbed. Yeah. Now, we went through that room, and the, for one, there's a tin mirror in there that is really creepy, but there's been reports of, like, you take a picture of the mirror, and you get a black figure that shouldn't be standing there.
1: hmm that's like playing Bloody Mary. Ugh, <laughs> you just don't do it. The
0: tin mirrors are already creepy because they kind of warp the image a little bit. And mm-hmm. but anyway, we were standing in this room as she was talking, and like I almost feel like a panic attack coming on.
1: I had no idea that you were even freaking out. Like, <laughs> and it it wasn't like you had anything to be freaked out about it just came on all of a sudden it right just,
0: i mean i was already kind of i guess on edge because i don't really like doing the spooky stuff <laughs> not in person anyway <laughs> but we got in there and she was explaining what the room was for and i was like i remember concentrating on like don't touch the beds because mm-hmm. there were three antique hospital beds in there mm-hmm. like D- don't touch anything in here and like i could just feel myself fixing to freak out
1: the nurse's station felt heavy, too, I think. And they've had activity at the nurse's station. Yeah. But that's on the second floor also, Second floor
0: right? is down the hall from the shadow room.
1: Well, that makes sense, then. Uh, also on the second floor is the rec room,
0: right? Mm-hmm.
1: And there was a lot of activity through the rec room as well. There's a
0: piano back there that they have seen keys moving on and mm-hmm. stuff. And then there is like, an antique tricycle back there that... <laughs>
1: is weird that they've
0: <laughs> they've heard like i think the little the bell, the on, bell on the the mic
1: it's a super active location and and the whole grounds is not just the hospital right so we were like tanner had said we were only able to go through the hospital for this time but in that ghost hunters episode they go through several of the other buildings as well
0: they did the laundress quarters Their HQ was in one of the officers quarters. Mm -hmm. They did the nursing quarters Mm -hmm. and they did the chapel.
1: Yes. So the officer quarters where they had their headquarters at Mm -hmm. for set up for the night. That was the one that I didn't like, wasn't it? Yeah. So you could see in all the windows. You could walk around the courtyard to all of these buildings that we just listed off and you could peek in the windows. There's no blinds
0: or curtains. You just look in.
1: Yeah. And it's set up Like a dollhouse, basically, just looking through some of the different windows, they they just feel different. Mm -hmm. Like some of them are neutral, some of them feel heavy, some some of them just just aren't right.
0: There, there's reports in the laundress quarters of a man's voice telling people to get out. Mm -hmm. I think that
1: was where the maintenance guy was sleeping. That was where he was yeah. living out of, was out of the laundress quarters. Yeah. And he was freaked out with the findings and stuff that they
0: had gotten. And then the nursing quarters is probably in the worst shape out of the buildings. Mm-hmm. It is, It was kind of like when we went through with St. Anthony's mm-hmm. and there's like drywall that's been torn off and it's in the ground. That was part of the rehab center. Okay. And they say there's a little girl in there that wants to play. Mm-hmm. That building also kind of sticks out because it's an adobe building, whereas all the others are built in a, um, like, ranch style house type building. So this was a, looked like an adobe. Mm-hmm. It had its own courtyard and everything.
1: Yeah, so it sticks out from all the others.
0: And then there's the cathedral, which also sticks out because it's made from stone, almost like a European mm-hmm. church. And there's reports of a dog creature that has been seen around there
1: actually specifically
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah so so
1: specifically what they said that there is a strange creature being reported in the area that is some type of weird dog slash deformed human on all fours like creature
0: and they also said that native tribes have been around to both to bless the interests of both the hospital and the the chapel Mm
1: mm-hmm They were doing it regularly at the time the episode was aired.
0: Did they say Navajo? Or did they just say Native Americans?
1: I don't remember now.
0: I don't remember either. But if it were Navajo, they're the ones specifically that have the Skinwalker legends.
1: And why we say this is because after our tour, we went back to the cabin we were staying in, which is about 30 minutes away. And... Tanner was working on re- editing the Waverly last, Hills episode. Yes. Our last episode. And my dad and I were out by the grill getting stuff ready, to start cooking supper. And mom was inside and we hear this noise all of a sudden. And it happened the first time. And we were like, I don't think anybody said anything the first time,
0: not the first time
1: it happened the second time. And we were all like, what was that?
0: And then it kept go Then it started to like, kept going. Yep. Like an ongoing sound.
1: Yep. But it was always the same sound, the same pitch. It never moved. It never got quieter or louder. It just stayed consistent for like five minutes.
0: Uh, Longer than that. You think so? (laughs) Yeah.
1: It was super weird. And Tanner automatically is like, that's a skinwalker. We gotta go.
0: It totally was. I'm dead freaking serious.
1: (laughs) And, of course, Dad just laughs at us.
0: You kept trying to leave me sitting in the backyard with noise-canceling headphones on. (laughs) Not on purpose. Trying to edit this haunted hospital episode.
1: (laughs) I was like, I'm going to go check out this weird sound over here by myself. (laughs) Mom scared you, too, didn't she? Uh Oh, she goosed you? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. That was funny.
0: It was not funny. (laughs)
1: But it was weird. And it was weird enough that we were looking up what animals are in the area. Just to try and debunk it for whatever it was. There should be no wolves in the area. There is a gray wolf, but they should be like 200 miles away, right? Well,
0: so at one point, gray wolves did live in that point, that part of the Americas. Mm -hmm. But the breed, I mean, the specific breed is the mexican gray wolf they're virtually extinct especially like there are none that live in the wild they all live on reservations okay. and the nearest reservation was over was 200 miles away now coyotes regularly come in that area and that, this
1: did not sound like a coyote
0: no it, it was so it did sound like a coyote yes but not right
1: the pitch was wrong it was deeper in real person mm-hmm. real life this is real life it's real life. so i did get it's his best
0: favorite animal <laughs>
1: creepy <day>. it's creepy day <laughs> um, so i did get an audio recording of what we were hearing but in the recording it sounds like maybe a couple of pitches higher than a regular coyote but when we were there in real time it was deeper
0: it was deep yeah and there was never a
1: there was never a return call from another animal
0: right and i mean it's it's not impossible that a coyote would be alone but they generally travel in packs
1: right and i would think that if it was traveling alone it would not want to draw attention to itself and
0: the the last weird thing is it didn't fade off like it was getting further away from us it just (laughs) stopped and then it, mm. was, then it didn't happen again.
1: And then it was quiet the rest of the night. Uh-huh. It was weird. He wouldn't even let me open the window. And we no. were on the second I story. Like, I was so hot.
0: No, I was hot too. I was real hot. But <laughs> I was like, not. Open a window. I was not going to open that window. <laughs>
1: they weren't going to reach us up there. They could have. <laughs> if they
0: can magically turn themselves into a coyote creature, they can magically get their ass to the second floor.
1: I was willing to risk it.
0: I was not, so you're <laughs> welcome for being alive. Thanks. Yep. So th- then we get back and everything's fine, but we did. Th- we decided let's watch this Ghost Hunters episode just to see what it's all about. I it gave me so much like fear anxiety watching this. Like
1: from the beginning too. You were like, ugh.
0: So that shot we were talking about where they get they're in the um. They're in the downstairs like super sick room shooting Mm -hmm. towards down the hallway. Mm -hmm. They get this light in the windows of the the double doors at the end of the house, which was. It was something, Mm -hmm. but then they point out this shadow figure that like leans out. And when I first saw that, I felt like I wanted to throw up.
1: (laughs) How am I going to get you to go through Waverly Hills with me if you can't do this one?
0: (laughs) You're not. Oh, not after dark anyway
1: but you have to no you don't so i was real upset that um the after dark tours they were sold out so we had to do it
0: i was not upset it was
1: (laughs) in the dusk (laughs) which
0: i mentioned this even though there was daylight coming through the windows it was like being in a going to an afternoon movie and then coming out and being surprised that it's still daylight
1: Mm -hmm. just because how dark it is well, it feels it,
0: how, how dark it felt mm-hmm. because it was not dark it was in the building, actually dark. but there was a
1: couple of hallways where it was. I think the nurse's station was actually like dark because of lack of but light, but not
0: like nighttime dark. You could no. still, there was still ambient light, mm-hmm. but it was weird coming outside and like feeling that weight come off.
1: Okay. I see what you're saying. Yes.
0: Almost like it shouldn't, shouldn't feel like this because it's been so suppressive mm-hmm. in there.
1: There was a, another paranormal group that was in our tour group and they were just there like we oh, were. Yeah. It was uh, it looked like a mom and dad and their son who looked to be about maybe 10. But they had EMF detectors, which I was super excited about. And as we were going through, it went off at 201, which was the shadow room or the portal room. And so whenever we got done with the tour, they they lead you out through the back which is where the stairs are to go down into the basement also. Mm -hmm. And I was like, did y'all pick anything up? And they said that theirs went off two different times. And I think that he said that it said glass because he had a different type of device with him. And it picked up the word glass. But Mm. that was it. But I thought that was cool um, because they said that they have enough activity that it does not matter if it is light or dark. It just is always there. Yeah. And you could feel it. But I had wondered if, like, doing the tour, because how many... They said they sold 300 tickets. Mm-hmm. So they sold 300 tickets, and that's not including the extra people that were there helping run that are also in period piece clothing to try and get a little reaction out of it. I wonder if all of the extra people walking through there, if that gives off residual energy... To whatever is around. To be able to be more active.
0: Yeah I think it would fuel it.
1: I thought it was a cool thought. Like it's charging them.
0: I think I could go to like the. They do like a October festival. Where they open the whole camp up. Mm-hmm. And that would probably be okay. I don't think I could be on the fort grounds. After dark. Like just us. I don't know. There's been re- like there's reports of people yelling like. You could be outside and the people are yelling at you out of the buildings at you
1: <laughs> yeah
0: i could I don't think I could do it
1: i just i would
0: need a, a a very large group of people just to if there's enough people around it's not it's like that stuff's not watching you personally oh it's it like has could, different targets <laughs> well it's like you can hide in the crowd
1: yeah no i i understand i just
0: but when when there's not enough people to
1: distract them from you Uh uh-huh yeah (laughs) i could see the fear in your eyes from here (laughs) you're like damn straight (laughs) yeah i don't know i would like to try but i'm sure i would be freaked out the whole time but like also enjoying it
0: see i wouldn't be enjoying
1: it that's the difference between you and i here (laughs) i would still get some type of entertainment out of it where you'd be like is it time to go yeah (laughs) don't wait in the car though because that's bad in movies
0: where am I gonna wait I don't know at the hotel
1: (laughs) oh it was weird so whenever we were doing the tour I feel like I myself am pretty sensitive to feeling stuff I've had so many encounters Throughout my entire life, literally, of, of um, just stuff. the spookies, the spookies, the spookies, the spookies happening. Um, and but when we were going through the tour, we were up in the front of the group, mm-hmm. and our tour guide is talking about their findings and the history while she's going through all this stuff, and she did such a fantastic job. And they so, were also
0: rushing her along, too. Yeah,
1: they were rushing her. And I felt really bad, but she did such a great job. Um, So I was like, she just was drawing me in, and I just wanted to pay attention to her. So I, I didn't really focus on the surroundings, so I didn't feel very much personally. I mean, you could feel the overall, like, this is creepy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you also subconsciously know it's creepy because there has been so much death here, and it is such an old building, like... It sets the scene for you. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to think about it. It's already creepy. So she was just drawing me in with whatever she was saying. So I didn't really focus on the, the stuff going around. And I kind of wish that I did. But I'm also really glad that I like could listen to her.
0: Yeah, I'm not I'm not sad that I did, couldn't focus on what was going on. I was glad to have the job of videoing <laughs> for notes purposes. Because <laughs> as a videographer, it gave me something to focus on.
1: Yeah, I wasn't that bad. St. Anthony's was much worse, I thought. See, I didn't... And we were off by ourselves in some places of St. Anthony's. Now,
0: the basement of St. Anthony's was bad. Yes. But when they toured the rest of the hospital, I felt pretty much fine. Because we also weren't talking about... We weren't talking about hauntings. Mm -hmm. She was talking about the actual runnings of the hospital.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Long story short, it it was an adventure.
1: But a mild one.
0: Tomato, tomato.
1: <laughs> well, you got the mild salsa.
0: It was pretty spicy.
1: <laughs> it was a good time. Yeah. The animal thing afterwards was weird. And then whenever we watched, we didn't know that there had been reports of some strange creature in the area. Oh, yeah. Until we watched Ghost Hunters. And when they said that, we were like, whoa. I was like,
0: I told y'all. <laughs> I told all of you and none of you took me serious. <laughs>
1: Tano. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine.
0: Anyway, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, make sure you're sharing with all your friends, and you can find more on our Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. And we would also love to hear your spooky stories, and you can send those to our email.
1: It's reaperscreepers.spooky22 at gmail.com.
0: So thanks again, everybody, and we will see you next time.
1: Bye.